Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Patrick is dead. And you know what? We're f***ing happy he's gone. Hey, yes sir. No high-fiving allowed in Peterborough. No fun police (laughs) arrived in the Peter Patch region. Some random person got into the building last week where TSN is and rubbed one out on the CTV news set in the middle of the day. Are they sure it wasn't yogurt? I'm the juicy man. If he's not in action, he's in traction. (laughs) Grant's banking new band. The Hooblers, who just released a new CD, I'm told. You've all heard of that thing, what's it called, the O.J. Simpson trial? I don't know, I'm not sure. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. We're so deep into those air check tapes from college, we gotta see how it ends now. We've got like a million of them, it's never gonna end. Welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast, episode 49, the Christmas special, uh, brought to you by our great friends at DraftKings. I play DraftKings all the time. I put Duneros on the line, and I win money. You, huh? <laughs> Dan's been doing too much cocaine. Oh. Duneros. Uh, yeah, and don't forget the promo code JDP. What's this? What's going Whoa, on? We got Jim, a sack Jim's got a sack oh, out. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Let's see what I have in my sack. <laughs> Engineer Jim oh, brought boy. presents for the Christmas podcast. I have a feeling. Let me pull this out of my sack. This oh, is going to turn what? into be a big hey. show. Yeah. Oh, some, some Sam, Sam Adams. Adams. Winter yeah. Lager. This is terrific. Thanks, Santa. Thank you, Santa Claus. It's exactly what I asked for. Oh, it's icy cold, From your native state of Massachusetts. This is lovely. Thank you, Jim. This is great. It's lager bruised with spices. Uh, Sunday, (laughs) Sunday. This lets us bring up the Sam Adams commercial where the people are sitting on a deck. They're like, I would have never guessed. What do they expect it to be like? Horse semen? They're like, oh, yeah, I would expect that. That's Sam Adams. Tastes like Maybe they tasted horse semen. No, it's like all the all the hipsters who are coo- too cool to drink Sam Adams. They only drink craft beer. My favorite line in that commercial is, "This what this did is it put Sam Adams back on the map for me." What? I only like beer that was brewed in a pot by one man in Portland. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only beer they like. Hey, we were in Vegas over the weekend at the NASCAR year-end awards banquet. Thank you, NASCAR, for uh, inviting us. Uh, do what you a have time. holes in the knees of your jeans? I do. Who have you been blowing? <laughs> this, these are my painting <laughs> jeans. Oh, were you that kid, Dan? You, you're wearing your painting jeans to work? You've yeah. just given up? Were you Costanza? <laughs> Why don't you start wearing sweatpants? <laughs> What's going on? I just looked down and Sorry. I see Ted's got hole. I thought maybe we were trying to be like a hip rock and roller. Yeah, I'm David Grohl. I drink <laughs> Sam Adams. <laughs> I'm David Grohl for Sam Adams Winter Lager. You know, when I'm out in the road recording the Sonic Highways television program, this puts Sam Adams back on the map for me, personally. Ooh, I would have never guessed. <laughs> 
I did, do they get that Don't commercial in Canada? Out. People might be confused. <laughs> Anyways, Google the same. Yeah, right. yeah, it's uh, okay. on YouTube. Back to it's Vegas. Um, it's on Tibbs. Before you ask, I can tell you, I was facing the pool in my Vegas uh, hotel. Mm-hmm. The pool was closed, though. The pool was empty. Yeah, we... Uh, no pool. We were in different rooms, I should point out, because I'm going <laughs> to say that I was also facing the pool. But, uh, yeah, pool empty, because it's December. That's the only thing. You go to Vegas in December, you don't see the... Uh, the pool parties. But you go there to, to see people like Florida. Yeah. Ashanti. Yes. She was also presenting the awards. We never presented an actual award. We introduced a video. We- really weird collection of people. A, a very bloated, Jim will appreciate this, a very bloated Vince Neal at the party. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Presenting. Yeah. Just bloated. I'll tell you, my, I got a picture with yeah. Vince Neal. So, um... We went around backstage, present our award, went backstage, and then sound like Leanne tweeting Toolsy with all these name drops. And then you have to make your way around the exterior of the conference room because that's where it's being held. So no one else is out there. They're seeing the open, the closing act. I hear a door open, and out staggers Vince Neal being held up by another human. So I said, I've got to get a picture with this man. Yeah, yeah. So he he gave, I said, Vince, can I get a Sure. And you know what? He was drinking, because I was drinking next to him at the bar before the show. He was drinking Pinot Grigios. <laughs> really? <laughs> he was crushing white wine. Oh, yeah. Geez. Maybe that's like, he thinks that's the tamest white thing. white wine mixer. But, but he's, like a, he's like a suburban mom drunk now. <laughs> That's what Come he's on, doing. it'll be fun. And what, yeah, Flo Rida was funny, and and uh, Ashanti had great side boob. We got but, a picture with her. You could put it up to, to advertise the hotel. Breasts. Yeah, great. Yeah, just gorgeous side boobs. I feel like she's put on good weight. Like, yeah. good weight. She's got good weight on. And then we uh, we went out to with, um, what happened? We went afterward to, what? we always forget that country bar we went to. Uh, Jillies. G- Gingers or Jillies or, or something. It sounds in the like t- a Jillies. Yeah. It's in the T.I., Treasure Island yeah. now for you uh just yeah, that yeah for the Kevin for the Kevin Harvick party, uh, and then afterward we try. Thank you very much, Jim. Uh, we tried to get Toolsy to come to the strip club, the Spearmint Rhino, with us. Yes, and Toolsy uh, bolted. He just ah. bolted. I did. I'd rather be on my computer. I did the than doing just about anything. Where's the restroom again? <laughs> Toolsy's classic because I'm like, because we're across the bar from each other. I didn't know where he is, and I'm texting him. I'm like, we're leaving in five minutes. Where are you? We're leaving in three minutes. Where are you? We're leaving in two minutes. I get a text from him like 12 minutes later. He gone. <laughs> um, but we but were I told. Always, I always wait till your back's turned in your conversation because you'd be the one to spot me leaving and then I bolt. Oh, yeah. I'd call you out on it. But uh, we, so Todd Furman, our Vegas insider. Oh, yeah. Lives, I mean, lives in Vegas, lives the high life in Vegas. He's got beautifully manicured eyebrows. He, he says to us, listen, you guys want to go to a strip club? It's me and a few Fox guys. He's like, you want to go to a strip club? I know a guy at Spearmint Rhino. You're going you're gonna to go to the back door. Right? VIP. Yeah, you're going to go VIP, and we're going to get you in. All you have to do is ask for a guy named Black Mark. Okay, sounds legit. And I thought, uh, okay, that's weird. So we pull up, and, uh, and we get to the back door, and there's a massive bouncer who happens to be black. Okay, like massive dude, like Mark Henry looking. So I'm like, okay, I hope this is Black Mark, and I hope... So I You're walk up to him. You're yourself up. This is frightening <laughs> to me. So I go up to him and I'm like, uh, hello, uh, Todd Furman. Like, could I be any whiter? Hello, sir. Um, Todd Furman, our Vegas insider, instructed me to ask for Black Mark. He says he has a table for us here in your establishment. And uh, the bouncer looks at me. The second he just looked at me after I said Black Mark, I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> and he says, uh, well, we do have a, a gentleman 
named Mark working here, and he is black, but we don't call him that. <laughs> Why not, eh? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you say, well, anyway, is Mark here? So that I Mark gentleman to then, some I don't see color. I'm like Stephen Colbert. I don't see race. <laughs> anyway, he got so us So you eventually in. got it. He got us in. Yeah, and we sat down and had a good time. Uh, I mean, could there be? There's literally four strippers to every guy in there. That's what I love about Vegas. Not that I indulged. <laughs> I did. I told my wife. And I'm like, I got a lot of lap dance. You also, hey, uh, that good looking guy. <laughs> and we also mentioned uh, we met a guy Fietti. Oh, guy Fietti. Yeah. Yes, really uh, nice guy. Like one of the nicest guys. We uh, we quizzed him about uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives for about an hour. He hey, was- who's that good looking guy? <laughs> he was impressed. <laughs> he was he was impressed with our knowledge of that show. Actually, I think I I think he was impressed. He said he invited us up to his restaurants in Napa, so we're going to be hanging around with Vietti. Wait till he gets that call. Hey, guy, it's Jay and Dan. What? Who's How did that? you get this number? Who's that? <laughs> well, he did kindly send us over to his restaurant in Vegas for dinner, Yep. and I think he just thought we were going to go together and sit across from each other, because then we're like, all right, everyone, come on with us. We're going to Guy's restaurant. And we heard him say, I didn't say bring everyone. <laughs> And he's like, hey, guys, why don't you get some gift cards and put it on my tab, too, while you're there? So he said, sure, we'll just load up. We'll do that. Anyway, good time. Nice people. Uh, NASCAR. What a fat. The award show lasted longer than the Oscars. It was three hours. There were no actual awards given out. I don't know what happened there. The only yeah. person we didn't meet was Jay Moore. The guy hosting the, the guy show hosting for three and a half hours. Which is weird because he's buddies with Schrager. Uh, speaking of which, Toolsy. We're going to have a live in-person uh, appearance. I was going to say performance. <laughs> like, a live in-person <laughs> performance from Pete Schrager. Should we bring him in now? Uh, first, let's mention who's on the wall. Love it. This is massive. We had a lot of requests to get on the wall this week because of his passing. Jean Beliveau, 10 cups as a player, 7 as an executive, and not a single human has ever said or will say a bad word about this guy. And I was actually sure. talking to a friend of the podcast, You're right. one Stephen Webb of the New York Islanders. I said, did you ever meet him? He goes, I was in a commercial with him. Hit oh, the, my God. Hit the reset button, Webby. He was in that TSN, NHL on TSN promo with him and uh, McGuire. That's right. That was like when the, the NHL on TSN first returned to TSN. That's right, yeah. Before they lost it for 12 years. So, and Webby said the same thing. He's like, the nicest guy. That's right. And Pierre and Jean Beliveau walked by Webby, who was in full Islanders <laughs> gear, and he was smashing the shit out of a photocopy. <laughs> with his glove. <laughs> He had his gloves still on. And then uh, Pierre says, Webby, hit the reset button. And Jean Beliveau's only line was, technology. <laughs> there you go. Great. So Webby was in a commercial. That's that so cool. amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. And I love that picture. I know everyone's seen it by now. There's an amazing picture that everyone saw yesterday. It was uh, the uh, the service for Jean Beliveau. And it's Guy Lafleur at the altar on his knees, just sort of paying uh, his last respects. Very cool. Very cool. The Habs. Great tradition. So a great addition to the uh, the wall. And let's bring in the man we just oh, mentioned man. for his live in-person performance. Here it is with a shanty side boob. <laughs> it's Peter, Peter Schrager, Schrager, everybody. Schrager mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, yes, sir. Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> Uh, kiss on the head. Oh, here it is. Oh, oh, oh here it is. A bit too much there. Pete Traeger, okay. everybody. Yep. Wow. What happened? You were in a suit? Traeger bombs. The <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're dropping Traeger oh, bombs James, through the roof. James, how you doing, James? <laughs> <laughs>
Pleasure. So, Pete, um, I'm actually surprised to see you because uh, you were keeping us abreast of your travel situation yesterday. Didn't go so smooth. Yeah. Oh, what happened, Trent? Yesterday was fine. I got stuck in the D.C. airport Sunday, and it was one of those where they put you on the plane. Just sit tight. <laughs> Hour goes by. Uh-huh. You're already taking one nap. You wake up. Oh, <laughs> Are we there yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> Fat lady next to you. They haven't taken off. <laughs> All right. You sit there. You're waiting. All right, what's the deal? Then you've got the, the male flight attendant comes by, and you're like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom. Like, Sit right down and keep your seatbelt on. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> We're in an active taxi. Yep, active. Yeah. So oh, always oh, so That's Three how hours, then they go. <clears throat> well, uh, we've talked to flight control something, you know, central control, and uh, <laughs> no, no update at the moment. None. Now, I could walk to D.C. to New York. In like a solid six hours. Walk. <laughs> like Johnny Appleseed with the thing on my back. Like, let's just Grapes go. Grapes of wrath. Grapes of wrath. The dust ball's coming. <laughs> and I'm sitting on a plane for six hours to go from D.C. to New York. Literally, we could take a bus, a Greyhound, and it could get me from one Chinatown to the other Chinatown in five hours. Traeger bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they get us off. They deplane us. Uh. And then they put it in your hands. They say... Well, we have no update. You can you can rebook. Go right ahead. Or we can leave in five minutes. We don't know. So it's in your hands. So I get out into the D.C. gate, and I'm texting you guys furiously because I don't know what you're, you're in Disney World. You're having a I'm wonderful in Disney, life. I was, life is Disney great. We're both there. We're Fresh both off there. Vegas. <laughs> yeah. You know, Dan didn't get to see Carrot Top this time, but I it's know. all good. Very upset. His buddy, his pen pal. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was a little disappointed. I wanted pictures of lit up buildings. <laughs> I did send you, you one. You sent me one, but it was, it was like a flamingo. A <laughs> flamingo. Famous <laughs> flamingo. It was great. Uh, so anyway, we get home. I get home at 2 a.m. Uh, finally, it took off. No Matumbo on this flight, so there was nothing to even like, be excited about. He was about. at the game with William of and course, Kate. Of course. Yeah. One Monday night, he's with me in a plane. <laughs> the next Monday, he's with royalty. What the hell was with that? He's <laughs> Why was next Matumbo to next to them? Why was he there? He's sharing popcorn. With- I get the feeling it's some someone else was there, and then Matumbo showed up and was like, I am sitting there. And... <laughs> They no said, one yeah. is arguing. No, you're saying, yeah, no. you are. Because you sure the, thing with, with, the thing with the Kembe, Jay, is, yeah. yeah, we know when he wants things, he gets things. Yeah, yeah, so he gets them. That's it. So I uh, finally got home, and then I was on a 6 a.m. flight from, L- from New York to L.A., much better. Uh, watched a couple episodes of The New Girl. Great show. And uh, got they f- in. They film right behind our set. Yeah, right behind the set. You can here. walk out our door and be on New Girl if you want. Would love to yeah. meet all of those characters. Yeah, got pretty got here, did two shows last night, doing two shows today. Couldn't be happier, though, because this is the main Yeah, This is the place Peter to be. Actually, yeah. Just because you brought up New Girl, um, last week, Toolsy and I taped a scene in the creator of New Girl's new show, so, Weird it's, Loners, it's w- called. What's her name? Liz Merriweather is, I believe, the it's creator? It's like Jake Kasdan Oh, or yeah, something. yeah, he's one of the writers. Right, sure. Jake Kasdan. So what's the show called? Weird loners. It's going to be on in March after New Girl, so you'll see it. Yeah, I love it'll that. follow. It'll I take that. that New Girl lead in, and it'll be Jay and Dan on Weird Loners. Now, do they air that after uh, Indiana IUP takes on Xavier? Like, you're, no, 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 no it's not Fox Sports. All right, okay. No, 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 no. This, this is Big Fox. Big Fox. This right. is Big Fox. This All is right. our big break. Okay. And the best part is Jake Caston, who directed cool movies, Bad Teacher, um, Orange County, Sex Tape, Sex Tape. Uh, did he direct Probably, that? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Sounds like something he would direct. <laughs> what else did he? Patrick's got it. Yep. What did he direct? I don't know. 
Right. Oh, Patrick. Can I? Can By the I, way, I love that he's back because yes. I was very nervous coming. I'd walk in here and there would just be Mike in that chair and then yeah. like, a vo- or like a new if, person. If and you then Patrick last week, severed head somewhere on yeah. a stick. If you caught yeah, last week, we made, we made a lot of uh, Patrick not being here. We gave him a lot of grief. But as we said to him before we hit record, if you weren't here and we didn't say a thing, you'd have something to worry about. Yes. But yeah. we like him. So we. What was a Conrad Black quote, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. I give up. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. So. Hey, yes, sir. Tell us what you're doing here other than appearing on the Jay and Dan podcast. You're appearing on. America's pregame, yeah, maybe so, the number one pregame show in America right now. Yeah, of all now. the pregame shows on Fox Sports 1, it's the yeah, best one. It's the um, one. I was on that today, and there's been some news today. Peter, love that. <laughs> 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 uh, but there's been news today because we're, we're recording this on Tuesday, I believe, and you've had Cam Newton got in a car accident. That's right. And yeah. Johnny Manziel has finally been announced a starter. I've got good info on both those things, so I was actually valuable to be on that show, and I'll be going on Fox Sports hey, Live Pete, tonight. you're valuable every day. No, absolutely. You I like, don't need to I like to be able to provide something different than yeah. the average, you know, here's a reporter. I like Traeger Mom. Yeah, exactly. Shreg. It's too bad you didn't come in here just like the, the hobgoblin. Just Shregs, you never um, uh, answered one question I sent you by way of email yesterday. Oh, what was go. the uh, the smell of that plane? Oh, my oh, God. After God, sitting on the Wretched. runway for and four hours. And it's all hours. like, it's uh, all uh, Redskins and Rams fans. So, oh, yeah. like, you've just been at a football game all day. The worst football game probably played this season. 24 yeah. nothing Rams. Redskins were just not even existent. And it's all fans flying in, and it's just, it's a gruesome scene. Oh, so they got the beer toots going. Yeah. Oh, you've got toots, toots. toots galore. I've got, Chili toots. You've got press box toots. <laughs> you've got all sorts of toots going on. We, we had the Guy Fieri toots on the flight back from Vegas, I think. Yeah. I don't think we realized it. There was we a lot of garlic up. in the guy food. I feel like you guys emailed that you went to Guy Fieri's restaurant. I just wrote back one term, tube top summertime. And I yeah. feel like that's all that can be said. Every drink was like... F- Half of it was like blue Joe's curacao. Flamingo, yeah. <laughs> Joe's flamingo sugar carbonated. Six cu- teaspoons of sugar yeah. and simple syrup. Yeah. Some blue curacao. Maybe uh, half an ounce of vodka. There's your f- drink, drink. You Listen, and that restaurant was rammed. That restaurant was packed and everyone Lined was out happy. the door. Yeah, we had a good time. I think you'd like it, Trey. Yeah, it's tough I think for you'd me. like it. It's tough for me to stray from the huge. Um, <laughs> but aren't they lined up in the other time to be a good yeah. time? So there is. Dude. CJ DJ. CK DJ. CK DJ. CK DJ. I swear. So you tweeted out a photo of me pregame, and I swear to God, I was laughing so hard. I'm doing the broadcast. I'm on the sidelines for Rams Redskins. I do a pregame hit about a very serious topic Ferguson and the players, what they're yep. doing. And Jay takes a photo and posts it on Instagram, which I don't have because I have a Blackberry 1.0. And um, <laughs> I'm getting all these tweet mentions and I'm laughing. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Something happened. And I see it. And it's everyone responding like Schrager bombs, but they're all saying like Olive Garden and Alphabet's. And then there's one that just says hashtag CKDJ. <laughs> CKDJ. Dan O'Toole here. <laughs> that old too, yeah. Have yeah. we gotten to the bottom of the beach ball mystery? No, <laughs> no people are looking for it as no, we speak. Yeah. No, I mean, people are like... hoping that we play a little beach ball. Still no sign of them. <laughs> Still nothing. <laughs> Google ball? hasn't found them. Somebody <laughs> out there has to know who the hell beach ball beach is. Ball. Nobody Good. knows. They got to reform. You know that. Yeah. Oh, right? Hey, if we do that podcast tour, beach oh, ball needs to open, open <laughs> right? Oh my God. It's Taggart and Torrance and beach ball. The reunion of beach ball. So you got beach ball at seven. You got Taggart and Torrance at eight. We go on at nine just destroy the best thing about that clip i'm telling you the best thing and i was crying i'm on the airport listening to it crying is dan trying to do like observational humor about that oh, like the oj trial thing like oh, yeah. are you following the oj simpson trial <laughs> no. and it's so bad we played the intro so it, was, it was in the best of last week and i was trying to be like 
Oh, do you remember? Oh, what's that thing? The OJ trial? Oh, yes, yes. That's right. Oh, you may have heard of it. Oh, it slipped my mind. Oh, oh, I think Steven Spielberg might be interested. <laughs> oh, oh my right thing. What's it called? Well, folks, you've all heard of that thing. What's it called? The OJ Simpson trial? Oh, yes. Oh, what's oh, it I guess called? everyone is trying to get a job from that. And by the way, the stew that I keep mentioning is Stuntman Stew. I should have pointed that out. Stuntman Stew is oh. on the radio in Ottawa. He's, he does the uh, the in-house announcing for the Ottawa Senators. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sure. So you went to college with Stuntman yep. Stew? The Stuntman the Stew? The Stuntman Stew. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you were also mentioning uh, Bellevue. Bellevue. John, oh. John Bellevue. Yeah. So right the, there. the play-by-play guy with me this weekend was Sam Rosen. Oh yeah. The yeah. Voice of the New York Rangers. Long time New York. And Rangers I asked him. Voice. I said, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of news about this guy Bellevue, and he goes, "The ultimate gentleman. The guy yeah. that you know walks in like." And I was like, well, "What about Rocket Richard? Isn't he?" He goes, "Forget Rocket Richard. This guy is there a guy who's just pure class in football? I'm not sure if he walks in and everyone just knows it's like this French Canadian, just wonderful. Yeah. Like yeah. here is the guy." Yeah, Married to the exactly. same woman his whole life. Shows up. She, he would show up at every game after he ret- retired. He would sit like 10 rows up right in the center in like a perfectly tailored suit. Like he just looked like a million bucks. He's a handsome guy. And he just, yeah, he was just the epitome of class. Nice to everybody who ever came in contact with him. And on top of that, one of the 10 greatest Here's a great story I read played. about Jean Beliveau. So during his time as a player, he also worked at the Molson factory in the offseason. Yeah. So when his playing days were over... The team said, come work for us in the office, the front office. He's like, but I've got 17 years seniority at Molson. <laughs> like, I'm not walking away from that. Then they said, well, how about you take this? And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. I got one more little nugget for you. I'm on the show sure. yesterday. Rosen. And uh, I'm on the show yesterday. And Stuart Mandel, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Stuart. Oh, yeah. He's our college of football insider. Here all yeah. the time. One of the great, Some of our listeners might not be. Give, give them the best. One of the great story. writers of college football, like from Sports Illustrated for years. We just yep. brought him on to Fox. Uh, he hasn't done much TV, so he's doing that now, and he's really just a good guy, smart guy. Inside, he'll tell you about the coaches. Like, you know, he knows the commissioners, and he'll talk to them. So I walk in, and I, you know, I know Stu just from the writing world, but I don't know him well. And I walk in, I'm like, hey, how you doing, buddy? Like, great job and all this stuff. And he goes, you know, I, I and he's quiet, and he's like, you know, I, I, I just gotta say, love you on the Jay and Dan podcast. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right. And I'm like, and I'm dying laughing. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, cause I don't know. And he goes, yeah, he goes, he goes, I love their energy. I love it. He goes, I gotta say, seventy percent of the things they're talking about, like. I don't know what the hell the corner <laughs> gas is. He's like, I have no gas. idea. He's like, but I love it. It's good. So I think maybe one of these episodes you bring oh, in. Oh, we got to bring He's Stu a genuine in. listener. He loves it. Yeah. Stu is a great guy. We've, had, we've been on TV with him a few times, and I think we've actually talked to him about coming on the podcast. And speaking, I'm glad, glad you brought up corner gas. Theaters Stop, packed really? all yep. weekend. Packed all over Canada. Every tweet we got, people said, I walked into a theater thinking, uh, I, don't, I don't know how many people are going to be here. Packed. Couldn't Everyone find a seat. So Everyone was packed. I don't know if we've got numbers. Yeah, it's, I don't know. So what do you think that was? Because I remember I saw the Tenacious D movie the first day it came yeah. out, and I loved Tenacious D, and the theater was empty. And I was yeah. like, is it promotion? Because Corner Gas to me is a very regional thing. It's Canada. It's but a like- Canadian thing. It was, I mean, it's, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think it was good promotion. Word got out, and I should point out, very limited theater run. So, so everyone knew they had to you get remember, there. Remember quick. Borat the movie came out in a very limited theater thing. Right. So it was like an event. And Jackass did too, because I remember seeing these movies in the theater. And when you saw Borat that first time in the theater in New York, it was like, it was an event. Like, yeah. oh, we're going the second night, it's open. And that wasn't a big, widely released film. And of course, yeah. it had the life afterwards. But maybe that's the strategy for some of these movies. But what makes it even more impressive is that it aired nationally on CTV, a Canadian national network, last night. Really? Wait, I never heard of that. So it came so out in the theater? It came out in the theater last week, played for a week or whatever. 
And then everyone knew it was going to be on TV That's last crazy. night. I didn't know that. And I everyone still went out and paid their money, which I think is fantastic. Did you wow. guys get any mentions on Twitter? Like, hey, we'd love to do oh, the yeah. movie. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, I guess week. I was doing some chair dancing in the movie. I don't know. <laughs> well, you were like, because they wanted us to kind of pretend oh, yeah. there was like a you know, bar. <laughs> and was there music on in the movie? Or is uh, it just no, <laughs> no, we had to pretend. <laughs> yeah, pretend. They play, You know what they did? They actually played Trooper, which is a classic Canadian band. I don't think we have them up on the wall. They played. They were like a party band from the late 70s, early 80s. They played that for like five seconds, ten seconds before the scene started just to say, imagine you're hearing that. They stopped it, and then we did the scene. By the way, getting back to Borat, great movie, but in 20 years, I think that's going to be back again. Like, that that movie, people were like, that's a classic. That's a classic. Oh, uh, that scene, the, I mean, the naked I was in college. <laughs> I was in college. Scene. It's one of the great, one, yeah. I've never seen a theater laugh that hard <laughs> I'm tell you, in the, a scene. The original Jackass movie, I was in college, I think I was a senior, and I said I was in a fraternity, and it was just meatheads galore, and we're in the, and we're in the theater, and like, my friends would walk, we were all, everyone was drinking, watching Jackass in an Atlanta, like, independent theater, drunk as you know what, walking out, and like, my friends would like, we just saw Jack, like, take a bowling ball and roll it down a highway. Like, yeah. everyone was just intoxicated by Jackass. So to me, that was yeah. like a huge experience, and then Borat was the other one. Oh. So I hope Corner Gas brought that. I hope, I, you know, I'd love to see him make more movies. I would, and I'd love to see I hope us Fred gets his, his, his Vancouver Canucks. F- Fred, Fred, you know, yeah. Fred deserves his own TV show again, because that guy is effing Hilarious. Whoa. Uh, hey, and one last thing. Let's hear it. Uh, Canadian environmentalist David Suzuki does not have a place on this wall. Uh, uh, is there a chance Dr. we can David get him? Dr. David Suzuki. How do, him up. Okay, <laughs> how do you know who David Suzuki is? <laughs> He's a champion of the earth. I thought he was Canada's most famous man. He is up there. He is up there. He might be one of the 10 greatest Canadians on yeah, the season. Yeah, why don't we? You just got nominated. So He'll Dr. David Suzuki up. is my yeah. pick. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Everyone irony is, is. My, my best friend in the world, like I've talked to you guys about who knew you guys beforehand, is a fellow Canadian that I met at a young age named also David Suzuki. So we would always joke because you Google his name and there's a million pages of tribute to yeah. Dr. <laughs> David Suzuki. So I think the environmentalist David Suzuki, who probably knew about the ozone layers and you know carbon oh, emissions yeah. long before you and I, oh, I spit yeah. all over you, uh, <laughs> long before you and I, right. I he it. needs a place on this thing. I agree. I, you guys that's are a way great too one. obsessed with Hollywood and sports. We are kind of. You're, yeah, you know are. what? You're right about that. I mean, but it's it's more that we don't have enough space for everybody we want to. I mean, the Kids in the hall have to be off the yeah, wall where, here. Where is young We're Dave Foley? We're going to expand the wall. We're going up. Top row, We're yeah. going up. There's Dave Foley right there. Dave Foley went through an ugly divorce. You know, he lost all. There's I a know. big story. Of <clears throat> Dave Foley. Foley, um, right? And I said, far, what did I say? Dave no, Foley, you said it right. right? Yeah. No, Dave Foley, for a while there, because he his divorce settlement was when he was at the peak of his earning, yes. like news radio. Was, and so they, that's what he settled on. But then that continued forever. So yes. it, news radio ends. They're not doing as much stuff anymore, and all of a sudden he's like, I can't afford to pay yeah. these payments. Like, I'm mm-hmm. basically destitute. Sorry to bring the podcast down, but I heard, I read this. <laughs> no, you're right. I read this story about you're Dave right. Foley, and I, my heart was like, I'd like to. It's depressing to yeah. think of someone like that having to pay all that money out, which is probably what's going to happen yeah. to us. Okay. Uh, we we got to run. Our, uh, yeah. Yeah. Get to our, uh, <laughs> Shregs, awesome to have you yeah, on the awesome. show, I'll see you friend. on the show later. Yeah. Okay. Patrick, you're the man. It's wonderful Mike. American soul. Can we get one more? He's efficient, he's economical, and he's a genius who deserves a place on not Rushmore. And it's Peter Schrager. Hashtag yeah, baby. blessed. That's the guy. Blessed. Hashtag blessed. Love it. Love you, guys. We'll see you uh, the best. See you in a bit. There Thanks, he guys. goes. What was that? A horse? By the way, uh, I have that? a sharpie that someone uh, ripped the little lapel uh, thing off. You can't get the lid off because they ripped it off. Those people should be instant five-year <laughs> prison terms. Paul Bissonette doesn't want to hear about that. Paul, how are you, my friend? <laughs> Hey, what's up, Jay? How are you? What are you doing? Where are you right now? Tell us what you're doing. I just, I just finished eating with a few of the guys, and uh, 
in Manchester, New Hampshire, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, at a place, the Chop House, great state place. So it's, it's been a crazy year for me, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Biz Nasty is uh, joining us on the podcast. Last time we talked to you, you had just lost your passport in, a, uh, in an airport. So um, at least you found it. Yes, you eventually had to find it. It was at the Wendy's or something, wasn't it? No, it was in my back pocket. Oh, <laughs> oh that's yeah, right. That, that's that's right. right. It was in their back pocket. It happens all the uh, time. You don't have yep. uh, tools. He lost his once on some gig we did, and the WestJet people kept it for him until we returned to Canada. Paul, what it a, was it was straight wow. out of a commercial. Yeah. They they emailed me when I landed, said we'll keep it in our safe here in Toronto. When you when you land again, you can pick it up. So you know, I re- I really like WestJet, and then minus that story, but now I like that just puts them above and beyond. Yeah, service is pretty exemplary. So you're in Manchester. So talk about the last few days have been kind of insane for you. You got released on Monday from the Portland Pirates. You were on a tryout. Uh, yes. Tell us about your situation now. Like, what's next for you? What What's happening over the next couple of weeks or next couple of months? Do you feel? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, with, with Portland, like, when, yeah, when I was Portland, it was awesome. My team was winning. We were having a good time, and uh, they they made a few changes up top in, in Phoenix. So they have some veterans coming down, and, and potentially even another one with uh, Kyle Chipchura, who cleared waivers, but. You got there's like a 30 day rule now or whatever it is. That way, like you can you can put him on waivers. If he clears, you have like 30 days to make your decision whether you want to send him down or not. Right. Um. So yeah. So it just you know it was a PTO. So those can be get ripped up at any time. And you know it was fun while it lasted. And uh, and then I ended up uh, 10 hours later signing a PTO with Manchester, um, which is LA's farm team because uh, one of their fourth liners. Uh, who's on entry-level contract, got hurt. He, he uh, sprained his MCL, so he's out like four to six weeks. So they said, hey, like, uh, you know, we need a fourth-line guy and, and basically someone to come protect the guys and, and add a little character in the room, and do you mind doing it? And I was like, for sure. So, oh, so. You were, like, jobless for ten hours. Yeah, it was yeah. a stressful ten hours. Yeah. You know, a little depre- Perfect. There's a happy the ending, I love it. kicked in, and then, yeah. you know, it was good. Um, how weird is that for you, though? Like, had you fought anyone on on the Manchester team, and now you're going over there? And you're like, dude, I'm sorry, I kicked you, in, kicked your ass out there. I no, <laughs> I hadn't fought once uh, in the AHL in the in the eight games I played, just because uh, it's it, you know it is it is leaving the game, and you know it, this is a this is a development league, so there isn't I guess a lot of room for just brawlers. Um, so some teams like don't really even carry them. Um, but yeah, no, a few guys asked me, but we were up and we had momentum. So there was really no reason to fight. I wasn't just going to fight for the sake of fighting. So luckily, luckily I didn't get beat up by some 20 year old. <laughs> well, you spent a lot of time with the St. Louis blues in training camp. Uh, tell us about that yeah. club because you got to, to know them. Good team. Unbe- uh, unbelievable. It was, it was an unreal experience. Like I, I can't say enough about it. Like, you know, you, you know, sometimes like you're like, Oh, like, like that coach never played. He doesn't know. And like, like man, Ken Hitchcock is like a hockey genius, man. Some of, the, some of like the subtle details he would like bring up in video and stuff like that. I'm like, man, like, like how did he like figure that out? Like, you know, like. like <laughs> but like, it makes sense. At home, and it just makes sense to him. The but, game of hockey, and it and makes sense that he would played, be. It's crazy. Well, and Sorry, it makes sense. To, no, I was gonna say it makes sense that he that he has gone to where he is because. You look at him, and physically, you're like, "Why? How has that guy coached so many teams and been so successful? Won a cup?" I asked the same question of Dave Reed right after he retired, won a cup with the Avalanche. I said, "Who is yeah. your favorite coach ever?" And he or who is the best coach you ever played for? He's like, "Well, the coach I hated the most was Hitch, 
Um, and the best coach was Hitch. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, he's, he's hard on the guys, and, and I think that it's a good mix in St. Louis for him because there's a lot of veterans there. So, like, when he would, like, yell at them, they'd kind of just be like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Like, whereas, like, a rookie might, like, kind of, like, get scared and, like, not play as well because he'd be intimidated. But, like, man, it, it, was, it was great. It was kind of, like, it was kind of, like, comical to watch him, like, come in the room and, like, him start kind of, like, yeah, you guys got to do this. And he'd kind of, like, yell it. And, like, the guys would just be like, all right, it's relax. Like, it was cool. It, it was a cool experience. And they're... Their top three lines, it, it was insane. Like, just like, even with like that Laterra and Tarasenko, I'm like, man, these guys are going to light it up this year. Because, like, because like they were the most impressive players in camp, and they have guys like Oshi and, and Bacchus, and I mean, you could name their, their whole top three lines. And, and sure enough, that Tarasenko and Laterra are just lighting the league up. And now they've got uh, the veteran Marty Brodeur, which was a, it's a baffling move. We won't we won't get into that, but uh, now he's there, which I find very strange. Biz, I wanted to ask. Well, you know what? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to comment. That I, I I know Hitch is like a big like he loves like old school veteran guys, like, right? And, and you know, and, he, and he's going to bring a lot to the room. And if you know, if, if Elliot comes back and he's playing better, you know, at least you got Marty Brodeur as your backup. Guys, guys, been there. And and one more thing. Uh, on sometimes on teams where like he's Mario Berger is used to playing on a team where he doesn't see a lot of shots and who you know are good defensively and that's kind of the same way St. Louis plays where yeah, sometimes yeah. goalie it's kind of like Luongo in in Vancouver where he wouldn't see as many shots as he would in Florida but it seems he had more success there and even now that he's down there he loves it seeing 50 yeah. shots a night he gets to feel the puck whereas where you're not feeling it as much you know some goalies hate that. That's such a good point. I wanted to ask you about uh, Vegas expansion. Everyone's talking about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I take it you're you're all for it. Oh, buddy, I'll, I'll just be like a TV guy there or something. If I can. That's the that's the best part. That'll be the bigger competition, not for playing jobs, but yes. for broadcasting jobs. Every all, I, I follow a bunch of uh, like writers on Twitter, and they're all like, "Hey, where do I put my resume in?" Like, oh yeah, they love it. <laughs> oh but, yeah. I, I mean, it's good for a guy like me who's like a borderline guy because like there'll be more jobs, right? So it makes sense. But do you think honestly, like taking yourself out of it in terms of your career? Do you think do you think it'll actually work there? Like, do you think the, uh, the well, NHL would work? First of all, that season ticket. I like the season ticket idea of just, like seeing how many pre-sale tickets they can sell. Right. Um. I mean, there's got to be a lot of corporate money there, as far as like the casino, you know, buying boxes to like you know send send gamblers and stuff. Exactly. The casinos um, would be buying up a, a whole lots of them. Yeah, give their high rollers. Right, and and that's like nothing to them. That's such a yeah. easy write-off. That's like peanuts. Um and. I mean, you got to think every every single fan base at one point in that season will probably plan a trip to go down there. Whether you get, you know, I'm sure like if, if Edmonton goes there, like I don't know, 500 people from Edmonton oh, would plan a, a trip point. to go good down point. there in a hotel flight deal. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm sure you can market it, and, and man, even the casinos that are kind of like the older ones there, the grimy ones that people don't want to stay at. Like circus, those, circus? Those people could offer packages to come down and, and, and see a game and put you up. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, Biz, what are you going to be – before we let you go, let me just okay. – let me see if I can predict your holiday season. You go back to Welland. Uh, you hang out with the folks for just a few hours. 
Then you take all the money that you uh, that you've made in the last year and you spend it in one afternoon at the Sundowner. Just tell me if I'm hot or cold. Just tell me if I'm <laughs> just tell me if I'm hot or cold. Okay, well I'm on a PTO now, so I'm not making like big dough like before. <laughs> so what I do is I take the interest I've made over the past couple of years, right? And I go to the Sundowner. Actually, wait, I go to Buffalo. Get as many ones as possible. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not fun to make one one dollar coins or toonies rain. No, it no. isn't. I don't you think get, they, I don't think the ladies appreciate those. That's painful. Bruises. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so you, you, you're yeah, you're there. You're close. I'm in the wheelhouse. Hey, oh, and before I let you go, too, we're going to talk about my favorite. Al- do you have? I know you love music. You always talk about music. Is oh, you have yeah. favorite uh, couple of albums of the year for the listeners? Just a couple that you've been listening to mostly. Wow. I put you on the spot That's there. Tough on the spot. Um, I couldn't name wow. a single album that was put out this year. I could not name You know what? It was, uh, was, what's his name's uh, put out? Uh, Dallas Green. Oh, City and Color. New one. City and Color, yeah. Yeah, there you, we go. You dug that. There it is. Good, nice Canadian it, it, shout out. He, and he, he's awesome. And, and he's one of those guys where you, you get an even bigger appreciation for him when you go see him live. Yep. Yep. So. City I mean, of color. Yeah, like almost even better than he is. Um, what's, what's it? One more. Taylor I Swift. I can't say Drake because people hate my guts if I say that. You can say you Drake. You can say whatever you like. You're, you're I, keeping I, it Canadian. I like, I like Drake. I, I think that he's a little cheesy in his interviews and the way he carries himself. A little bit. And like, yeah, like, yeah. Not someone I'd want to hang out with because I think, <laughs> yeah. But, but. But nonetheless, his rhymes are pretty good. I dig it. Hey, Biz, g- good luck with Manchester. Thank. I know this is sort of last minute, so we really appreciate no, no you coming problem. on with us. And uh, and have a great holiday yeah, season. Yeah, happy holidays. And uh, Hey, and- you guys too. Hey, how's LA treating you guys? Oh, it's it's great. We love it. It's good. Is biz. it? You guys love it? Yeah, it's really How can fun. you not love yeah. this place? And you might be here soon if you get the call like, up to the you- Kings. Could you guys like see yourself like maybe like signing like a, a one day contract with like TSN when it's all said and done, just so you can retire like a like a TSN? Let's do okay. it. That's a, that's a nice. Will they pay us for it though? Just like Alfie <laughs> did, and we won't yeah. even broadcast biz. We'll just walk into the studio like Alfie did, just walk out like yeah. a warm up, and then just walk yeah. away. Yeah, no helmet. <laughs> you got to get the flow going. You would have to do no tie. That would be like your no helmet. Yeah. Maybe we just do off the record. And we'll be we so leave. fat and bloated by then. Yeah. It'll just so be... If you do off the record, you won't be able to get a word in. Yeah, that's exactly. true. We just, we just, we just show up. <laughs> we, try to, we try to match the button level of Landsberg's chest hair, and then we just walk away. We just walk away from that. I like that idea. One day contract. I think that's going to go over big. Yeah. Awesome. Paul, well, thanks for having me on, guys. You guys are a blast. Thanks, okay, thanks buddy. LA and yeah, we'll, we'll, see you soon. we'll see you down here, Biz. Have a great holiday season. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Now I've got that image of us walking onto the set at TSN in 20 years and just... Yeah. <laughs> we used to be big here. They're going home. <laughs> That's a good idea. One day contract. It might be sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> it might yeah. not be. Mm. <laughs> Love biz. Hey, with the Kings, that's great. I didn't know that's that he so had already cool. found we a new had, team. I had no idea about that. We only knew about him getting released by Portland, so that was like he broke news for us. Yeah, it, obviously, we have him on uh, because he's a Twitter sensation as well. Yeah. Oh, you got to check at BizNasty 2.0. And he did and the, the famous. Point is spelled point. He did the T-O-I-N-T. most famous ALS ice bucket challenge where they dropped it on him from a helicopter. Yeah. He's, um, I think it goes without saying that he will probably have a 
decent broadcasting career when it's all said and done. He's yeah. uh, he just is a, he's very entertaining. Like to me, and I wanted to talk to him about this, but we didn't have enough time. Here's the panel that the world should have on Saturday oh, nights. I want to hear it. You have Duthie hosting. They tried, but they couldn't get him. They have Jeff O'Neill on it because yeah. he's insane. Love him. They have Ray Ferraro because he's also insane. Here's the only and thing. And then that- you have Biz on the end. So think about that panel. Duffy, Jeff O'Neill, Chicken Parm Ferraro, Biz Nasty. I'm calling Boom. an audible on that one. If you have Ferraro in there, you don't have him on the rink, and he is one of the best play-by-play guys, uh, one of the best color commentators in the NHL. But here's the, here's the caveat to that. So, What was that? I was the wrong. Oh, okay. So you have Ferraro in most of the time, but then when Ferraro's on the road, then you can have guest, okay. third third guy. Because Ferraro, like, sees plays developed. I, I love listening to him. But to me, the funniest is, and the most entertaining, excuse me, that winter <laughs> ale really got to me, is when Ferraro and O'Neill go at each other on the radio. It is classic, classic stuff. Sam Adams would have never guessed. This puts Sam Adams back on the map for me. Should, open let's crack him up. Why not? We're getting wild today. Um, can we get into Dan's mangled childhood, the college years? Uh, sure can. Do we have some new ones? Oh, yeah. No, uh, they're old. Well, yeah. <laughs> Patrick. Uh, <laughs> firing on all cylinders. All right. Uh, here we go. Okay. Oh, wait. CKDJ. Oh, before we do that. Oh, this is my newscast. We didn't have the intro. So important. By the way, we forgot to mention my new slogan for uh, Vegas. I said it to you the other night on the desk. Because uh, when I pulled the it? Irish exit, I stopped at every casino on the way home, and I lost. ended up oh, losing yeah. a lot of, lot of money. I said, I said, I lost a lot of money, but you know what? It felt like I was winning. Yeah. So Vegas. there you go. Vegas, it feels like you're winning. Where you always feel Everyone's like Everyone's a winner winning. in Vegas. You you're welcome, like Vegas. You're Dan's mangled childhood, the college years. Oh, oh, we're gonna hear a news. Ca- we're hearing a so news. Excited. This is a news Love update that. we're about to hear. So okay. there's gonna be a lot of talking. This should be good. <laughs> KDJ ninety-six point nine FM on the wall. A mother's worst fear is over. <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm Dan O'Toole with the CKDJ. Why can't news I f- say my name? <laughs> How do I say my name? KDJ news <laughs> update at four o'clock. Good afternoon. I'm Dan O'Toole with the. C- Okay, Dude. you should start that over because I just want to. I just want to say how I say news. I, a mother's worst fear is Dude, over. <laughs> a mother's worst fear mother's is over. Fear Thanks, is over. Jim. A mother's worst fear is over. Good afternoon. I'm Dan O'Toole with the CKDJ uh, uh. News Update at four o'clock. News. <laughs> news. Is that it? Some anxious moments oh, this morning in Bowmanville. A four-year-old girl who vanished from her bedroom in the middle of the night has been found. Police say she appears fine. Durham Regional Police Staff Sergeant Sandy Ryrie says the girl was found by friends of her father. Oh, news clip, even! Staff Sergeant directed the Meach and Payers to search specific streets in the area. Uh, it just happened that two of the, his co-workers actually found the girl with a man in a shed. Ooh. Ooh. This got weird. <laughs> it may be a little dark. <laughs> oh, sorry. A man in it, a shed. It just so happened that two of his co-workers found his daughter with a man in the shed. What the hell? <laughs> we are continuing. Let's hopefully the street and arrested by police a few minutes later. Oof. An earthquake rocked a wide area of the Middle East today. It caused buildings to sway in Cyprus and sent people running into the streets of Cairo. One woman died when a house collapsed in Egypt. 
The quake was this also the most depressing edition of Daniel's <laughs> Jordan, Lebanon, Western Turkey, and some Greek islands. How am I going from a story in Bowmanville, Ontario, yeah. to an earthquake? To news of the world. <laughs> Someone died in Cairo. From, from Canadian local small town news to the Middle East. This Wait. is CKDJ News Canada Donald has a, Canada has a new prime minister. That'll be the third story. <laughs> I buried the lead. Dan O'Toole here. <laughs> ...with a magnitude of 6.8 was centered in the Mediterranean Sea. They won't have to worry about plowing the next parking lot at Casino Rama near Aurelia this winter. The casino is building a fenced-in lot just for snowmobilers. Casino hopes to attract thousands of snowmobilers who use the main provincial trail that runs nearby. Is that the most Canadian news story in the history of the planet? The casino is creating a snowmobile parking lot. Wow. Dozens of inmates. Casino Rama makes it onto the podcast again because in the Canadian years, I went to Casino Rama and remember someone puked in the pool. Oh, yes. And Dozens of inmates at three Texas jails got Claude sick Fake after eating. Too? Yep. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Lemon cake. Staff <laughs> oh, you better start this one over. <laughs> Dozens of inmates at three Texas jails got sick after eating lemon cake. Kate, she went from Bowmanville girl missing. You picked the order. This is the part of like the course. You picked the order of what you think is important. Bowmanville girl missing, Mideast earthquake or Mediterranean earthquake, back to the snowmobile parking lot at Casino Rama, and now we're off to Texas where inmates at a jail got sick eating cake. Jails got sick after eating lemon cake. Staff working for a prison food contractor had accidentally mixed. <laughs> oh boy! Accidentally, 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 accidentally mixed oh lemon detergent instead of lemon flavoring into the cake. That's not true. That's not true. Well, it's time to make the cake. Well, here's some Tide. It smells like lemons. <laughs> Flavoring into the cake mix. Oh my God. They were in the same type of bottle. Talk about <laughs> oh, that explains everything now. <laughs> but you're just desserts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, back it up. Back it up. <laughs> they were in the same type of bottle. Talk about your just desserts. Oh my God, again. Bravo. Never end it. Talk about your... Talk about your just desserts. Oh my... Talk about your just desserts. Whoa, that was gold. Oh my God. You didn't even know what that meant. (laughs) 10 degrees and cloudy. Your complete forecast is coming up. In sports, the Ottawa Senators play their home opener tonight at the Corral Center. They'll face the Islanders. The Sens currently are undefeated with one tie under their belt. <laughs> They're undefeated. They've uh, played one game and they tied. They tied it. <laughs> I'm How thinking, okay, they're going to be 8 0. This oh is their first home game. Oh okay. Let's finish He's this coming up. up. Right. So have the Canadians hosting the Kings. Edmonton's in Detroit. Chicago entertains the Ducks. St. Louis travels to Calgary, and Buffalo plays the late game on the coast against the Canucks. In baseball, the American League Championship Series starts this oh, afternoon in the this? Bronx. Who is it? New York's mayor has issued a stern warning to the city's baseball fans. They have threatened to protest loudly when Roberto Alomar takes the field this afternoon ooh, at Yankee ooh. Stadium for the first game 
of the ALCS. A big Bronx cheers waiting for the spitting oh. second baseman, Roberto Alomar, oh. and hopefully that's all. New York's Mayor Rudolph this Giuliani has a blunt the Yankees fans. This is probably from AP. That's from AP. To the extent of the law. All right, Giuliani. Yeah. Prosecutor, he once was. You throw something on a baseball field. Richard Davies, ABC News, New York. Yes. The National League final starts tonight in Atlanta. John Smoltz goes to the mound for the Braves. He's up against Annie Bennis of the Cards. CKDJ weather. Annie? Tonight, cloudy Annie with Bennis? patchy drizzle. The low <laughs> will be Lennox? minus four. Tomorrow, cloudy skies with a chance of rain and a high of eight degrees. At baseline in Woodruff, it's cloudy and ten degrees. Cloudy. Another news update in one hour. I'm Dan O'Toole. Oh, oh, that was better. better. I got, got better. better. During that newscast, I got better. You're undefeated. You're just, you have one so, tie. what we've discovered so far is I'm not a DJ, but maybe I'm, you're starting to see well, maybe, maybe this guy's got a news, news hound in him. And maybe you're right. Maybe this is why you went into what you went into, you know? Maybe I just needed to speak more. <laughs> because the, you're yeah, only speaking in 10 seconds. That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> you're definitely not a comedian with your just desserts. <laughs> Because it was in the same bottle. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, that's been uh, Dan's Bangled Childhood. Jeremy Taggart, you on the line? Hey, guys. How are you, pal? I'm good, bud. Oh, I just boy. listened to another tape from CKDJ. I was doing the news this time, but I nailed it. Dan's Mangled oh. Childhood. The college years. It was good. Nice. Uh, by the way, about? I forgot to tell you guys. Um, that while I was at, at college in Algonquin, we talked about the bubbles before Mike Smith, I went and saw them do an acoustic performance at... Your local chapters? The HMV at the Rideau Center. Sandbox? Yeah. Sandbox did an acoustic set. Wow. How many people nice. showed up? It was packed. They were, really? They couldn't fit them into place. <laughs> they were big. They were that first album. Second Mike, one. Mike Smith was a terror on the road. Oh, I can only imagine. Probably still is. How's he as a guitar player? He's pretty good. Yeah? He's a, he's a huge Beatles fan. That guy knows, like, every Beatles song ever that it was ever recorded. He's I crazy. was having this discussion with my, uh, with my kids because they always want to know which Beatles are still alive. So I have to remind them. And then they say, which one was the best one? I say George Harrison. Wow. Yeah, he was my favorite. <laughs> Jeremy, I knew I loved him. Okay. Nice. Very I don't cool. know. Yeah, I think I think he wrote the uh, the coolest music outside of the band, and the fact that the songs that he brought in were pretty much George songs. So uh, he just had his own kind of sound, and the fact that he had to muscle his way in there, I respect yeah. the underdog. Played some sure. good I mean, slide guitar. Oh yeah, yeah, if, right. If you ever listen how he wrote "Here Comes the Sun," it'll change yeah. the song forever for you because I listen to that now. I'm like. I just envision exactly what's going on with him and Eric Clapton walking around a garden, and he starts singing that. It's very cool. Unbelievable stuff. Great I, stuff. Great you, musicians. You know a movie we just saw, Taggart, uh, Toolsy and I, on the way back from uh, Vegas was Boyhood. This movie, uh, Ethan Hawke's in it, Patricia Arquette, Richard Linklater, the guy who directed Days of Fuse, about that kid. They followed him for 12 years. Yeah, I heard about up. that. They filmed it for over like a decade, right? It was awesome. Very was, well done. It was spectacular. I loved it. It was my favorite movie of the year, and apparently it's front runner for Best Picture. But there's a scene in it. I'm not giving anything away here. There's a scene in it in which Ethan Hawke, who's the dad, gives the boy as a present, I think you and Jim will appreciate it, a burned double CD that's only all Beatles solo work 
but the best of it arranged so that it's like an album, so that it's the four as if the four of them had done an album together. And I think the concept of that is so brilliant because, as he says in the movie, it's like they kind of all elevate each other. Like the solo work wasn't always the best, but if you put it all together, then it all kind of elevates. What, did he throw a photograph on there by Ringo? He, he did, actually. <laughs> he did. I believe that was song four. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> That's classic. Not to bring it down here, but... Uh, Are you dying? <laughs> again, discussing the Beatles. So my, my oldest asked, well, how did they die? So I told George died of cancer, and then someone shot John Lennon. So I'd explain, like, Ugh. well, why do they shoot? I'm like, well, he really, he was like, he was a fan, right? Yes. Sh- yeah. So I, yeah. she goes, if someone's a really big fan, they go shoot the person? I'm like, that's no. A t- that's a tough one to explain to a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Tough to uh, explain schizophrenic episodes. Exactly. I said, yeah. you never know what's going on in, every, in any person's brain, let alone that person who shot him. So I said, no, he just had, he was messed up. Yeah. Yes. Not, not, uh, yeah. not in the right frame of mind. That's right. Or, uh, walking around. That's outside. right. He probably should have had a time out. Yeah. That's how I related there it. There it is. Yeah. That's one yeah. way of doing it. If only all so are, are we jail. celebrating Christmas down there? We've got, uh, oh, yeah. we've got your stocking up. It's hung with Tagger. hair. We have your st- your stockings right here. It says Taggart on it. Um, awesome. Right up here. We've got all everyone's stocking. Because Jeremy was here last year for the Christmas special. That's yeah. Right. In person with that brilliant sweater on. Tagger. I wish I wish I was there now. Oh man, it's too bad you couldn't come down. It was uh it's beautiful and sunny down here, Tagger. You gotta get back down here. Come on. No. Uh, what, what, over the winter, I promise. What right. do you hope Santa puts in your stocking? Yeah, what do you hope what are you looking for? I don't know, some hope, some success. <laughs> You've achieved it all. <laughs> some hope, some success. <laughs> Taggart, you kill me. Oh my god. Hey, hey, we got we got time for a quick Ronnie story. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, back in uh, I think it was uh, '87 or '88. My parents were having a bit of a falling out uh, around Christmas time. A bit of a a, a, a problem. Uh, Things weren't great financially, and um, my uh, <laughs> this is crazy. My 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 mom's boss was like offered to, to help, like to, to you know give us like some money for to help cover some expenses. And my dad just got really upset by that and thought he was like making a pass at my mom or something. Oh, oh. He took that the wrong way to the nth degree and uh, caused a big problem and. Uh, he ended up having to kind of go out and live with his sister in the city in, in Etobicoke, and he was all hopped up on tranquilizers because he was all down and out. Oh, and uh, we went down, we went down to Christmas at my grandmother's in Etobicoke, and uh, like we're giving like out the presents and stuff, and and uh, we get these cards and they just say from Santa, and it's like there's like. 40 bucks in each one and we're like woo but we don't know who it's from <laughs> and like 20 minutes goes by and my dad just starts getting pissed off and like gets up and leaves and go and leaves the room and I was like what the hell's going on he gave us the cards and was Santa but he was mad that we didn't know it was him that he gave us the money <laughs> I can see his point it's like Costanza handing over the big salad yeah, yeah, he's like he, he's all pissed off that like we just took the money and didn't say thanks to him. So he left, and we ended up having to go like 
my, we wanted to go skiing, and my brother had like uh, my my grandfather felt sorry for my brother's pants, so he gave him like gran- his pants, like grandpa pants, like old sex slacks from the seventies. <laughs> grandpa <laughs> pants. And wow. We, went to, we were going to Centennial Hill to go skiing. And we're like, we got like all skis and boots on the DTC. <laughs> we're going down to, we're going to, to the Centennial Hill, and we get out and just as we're, we're going to, to walk down the street to the to the place, these like three kids come up and they're like eight to twelve years old, and they're total like rough and rough and tumble and Ruffians. swearing at us and you know, surrounded us. And we're older than than them, but we were scared because they were acting so nuts. And one of you was wearing grandpa pants. <laughs> Jet had grandpa pants and ski boots, and all of a sudden Jet got upset and like threw all his stuff over a fence to escape, to the, so we could have some space. <laughs> so we ended up just like running away from these three punks, like little kids, on Christmas, just back to the uh, back to the house. Didn't That's a scene through. out of a Canadian movie. That scene yeah. needs to be put in a movie. Yeah, that would be a yeah. great scene in a Canadian movie, like a CBC <laughs> Sunday afternoon movie. These punks were just so vile. The ski kids, man. It'd be called the ski trip, and uh, and Ronnie would be played by Donnelly Rhodes from Danger Bay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And he's <laughs> at some point he's like driving around all banged up on tranquilizers because he left the party. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy, before we let you go, your top album of the year. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, top album of the year. Uh, Taylor Swift, geez. 1979. I think it's what? 1989. 1989? Yeah. <laughs> How old do you think? I don't know. Death from Above, their new record. That's uh, a good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. 1979. There it is. Uh, I'm going to say w- w- Wearing by the Darcy's. Oh, that's yeah, really you were hanging around with those guys, eh? Yeah, I've been listening to that record a lot, and I think that's a, a great album. Well, um, we've been uh, checking out your uh, your recording pictures. We're looking forward to some new music from maybe from you guys next year. Oh, for sure, definitely. And I, I probably will be uh, going into the studio with Matthew Good to do what? his oh, record. That's Love amazing. It. Love that guy. That's that very nice. cool. Jeremy, are you going to... You're going to drop the uh, the band name, the still undetermined band name, when you do come up with it here, right? Of course, for perfect. sure. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, perfect. This will be also, the exclusive yes, I, uh, place. We also play. recorded a fresh TNT uh, today, and uh, T- Jonathan Torrens and I will actually be going into 1050 TSN on the 29th and 30th of this month to uh, take over for Mako and Cause. Oh, my God. God, that is magnificent. That's some good radio. That is going to yes. be great. That's going to be great. I love yes. that. Okay. Well, good time. I love it. All right. So uh, everyone can look forward to that. Uh, Taggart yep. and Torrens on SoundCloud. New music yep. in the new year. And uh, have a happy holiday, my friend. Yeah. yeah. We played a ridiculous game this week called Is It Stephen Hawking Talking? <laughs> you, you, just, uh, you have to hear that. I have to listen now. That sounds intriguing. Yes, yes. <laughs> that sounds great. All right, guys. Love you. Thanks, okay, buddy. love you too, buddy. Have a good one. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. 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 Happy New Year. <laughs> hey, uh, Jim. Uh, it's we. Uh, I was just going to ask him if he's ever been on a recording for a Christmas. Oh, album. that's a good question. Because everyone likes to put out a Christmas yeah. album. Yes. Oh, yeah. Trying to remember which ones. <laughs> oh, you're on oh, a bunch. Oh, so multiple. Well, yeah, yeah. I worked on a few. Um, 
I did do a Christmas album with Billy Bob and his band, the Boxmasters, put out an album called. Did they play Christmas traditional Cheer. songs or play their own? Uh, pretty much their own. They did a couple covers, but uh, it was is it great. It's like uh, Hillbilly Garage band, yeah. Christmas rock. It was great. And and weird question, but are all Christmas albums recorded in like July? Yeah, a lot of them are. Yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely. And who's getting all the money? Do families own those songs? That's Do a good recording question, companies actually. own like uh, Silent Night and all that? Because yeah. someone's getting money. Yeah. Um. You know the, the whatever the older songs like that. Uh, some of them go so far back that they're public domain. Oh, really? But, okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I want to say maybe Jingle Bells is pub- public domain. I couldn't <laughs> say that for sure, but hmm. interesting. But interesting. someone owns. Sorry to to digress, but someone yeah. owns Happy Birthday because we were going to sing it on yeah. our show one night, and they said, "No, you can't sing that." Yeah, someone I, I got a feeling Jingle Bells is probably the same way, but. There's a few that go way, way back that are kind of like. So, um, the Sonic Highways New York edition, the final episode. I'm so depressed. This shows the. I know. I, I mean, it maybe it's phenomenal. just the season is over. He but was on John Stewart, and John Stewart asked, "Is there going to be a second season?" And what did he, he say? Possibly. Oh, yes. Great. That's oh. awesome. That's awesome. There's got to be. Awesome. be. There's got to be. I hope so. They're and working I, out the Doneros. Oh, uh, Doneros. Well, you know what's? Uh, I thought of you, Jim, because uh, Paul Stanley interviewed uh, for this uh, for this episode. Where is he interviewed at? The Rainbow Bar. I, yeah, I, you like know, right he, where we sat. Yeah, exactly. I think he was in the booth. We sat. That's in. I think it was across. It was, he was, I think the he was one facing of, the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Well. They've I done two or three. I can't remember because it was one shot with him with his back it, yeah, to the. It's it's so funny though because I read an interview with Paul Stanley. He said. They said, oh, how did you get involved with it? And he's like, well, we drop our kids off at the same school every day. I'm like, what kind of school is this? Like, <laughs> Paul Stanley shows up, and then Grohl shows up. They drop off their kids. All right, isn't everyone like, oh, hey, guys, you going to stick around? You want to play? It's right by my house. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It's, cr- it's crazy. It's, uh, yeah, everybody's out there. It's yeah. hilarious. Uh, you know, all the guns, guys, everything. It's so um, funny. Yeah, for the longest time. He just moved uh, a couple of months ago, but uh, Scott Whelan lived like six houses down from me. That's so funny. Here's a lo- yeah. What did you think of the of the uh, before I, Before I answer that, legit question. Do you see like Paul Stanley and like Dave Grohl and Slash wearing like beat shorts and a t-shirt? Or are they always like rock and roll get up? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, kind of a little bit of 50-50, really, you know. Slash will cruise around with some shorts and sneakers and stuff like that. Okay, I didn't know. But uh, and and you know, Grohl will wear yeah jeans or whatever. You know, they just look like regular pretty, guys. Like, yeah. Grohl dresses pretty much like a dude. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's cruising around in leathers and Sla- <laughs> Slash on the road. He's wearing leather pants all yeah, the time, the, the but chafing. like, but not just hanging out. Sorry, getting back to Jay's question. You know, no, no, I, I was just that New York episode. The the thing about it was it was almost like you realize like how much music has been recorded in that city. It's absolutely oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. What a just the way he covers the stuff historically. There's so much more he could do, but the stuff he does do is absolutely brilliant. And how he was tying it all in, you know, uh, where everybody's connected in society and how music touches you. One thing about music. Uh, you can hear a song and it can bring you right. You can remember something in your exactly. childhood or yep. your teenage years. It'll bring you right back, like you were right there. You hear that song. It's, yep. it's awesome. The, 
<laughs> the, the Just thing, like that one. The yeah. thing I well, learned. I remember school. where we were when we heard that. The thing I learned from Sonic Highways: don't own a recording studio because all those guys are like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna yeah, have any money to keep this going. Yeah, it yeah, did kind of get sad at the end with the guy at uh, the Magic. Was it the Magic zone? Magic Shop? Magic what a, Shop. What a console! How yeah. that Neve was insane. Great records done there. Um, yeah, it's that's kind of depressing. It's exactly. almost like you got to be independently wealthy. Uh, I th- I don't know if we talked about this on an earlier pod, but at one point Abbey Road Studios was up for sale. Yeah, we did. We we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. And they were like, "Hey, Paul, Paul McCartney, you should buy, buy it." Up. And he didn't want to throw down because I think for the same reason, it's yeah. like not it's a kind good of a money pit. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like buying a boat. But it's yeah. like, oh, dude, it's a write-off. Don't worry about it for you. It's yeah. nothing, you yeah. know. But you got to be kind of that wealthy almost. You know, it's crazy. But everyone wants. It's like the I I don't know if it was. Uh, Jimmy, uh, is it Jimmy Ivy? Yeah, yeah. Ivy. I, I don't know if it was him who said it, but you know, it's like, well, how do you how do you keep these studios going? Well, you put your lap down, laptop down, and you go and and record at them, and it's like, well, <laughs> you can't. I mean, yeah, that's that's if, a tough one. If yeah. something's, fr- you know, you can record it at home, or 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 you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars. It's just maybe it's just not a viable thing anymore. Well, uh, it's that's, it's that's hard to say is. because. I'm all for, you know, supporting the big studios. I really yeah. am. That's where I came from. Uh, Jimmy Iovine came from Record Plant New York. I came from Record Plant L.A. That's where I cut my teeth. That's why I worked with a lot of these great bands. And the thing about Record Plant is I, I had already been doing stuff since before I could drive. I was playing in bands, doing sound for bands when I was in eighth grade. You know, and I was going out with guys who were old enough to drink, who were going into the army and out of high school, and they're dragging me around, and they're like, "Dude, you got to mix our band." You know, it was mm-hmm. great, and uh, having all that knowledge and studying music in school and really having it together. When I came out to L.A. and I started at the record plant, I thought I I was badass and I knew a lot of stuff, and they were like, "Kid, you don't know," <laughs> and really. Had to start all over again, you know, scrubbing toilets and, you know, going out and getting the food and being the gopher guy and picking up somebody's dry cleaning or whatever. And whatever I could do to be a fly on the wall in the studio to learn from. Learning their tricks. Yeah, Yeah. you know, okay, Andy Johns. Oh, this guy did Zeppelin. He did the Stones. Okay, I'll sit in a room with this guy and I just learn from him, you know. And learn from guys like Mike Klink and Don Was and Ed Cherney and all these phenomenal Ron Nevison, Jack Douglas, just incredible producers, David Foster, the list goes on and on. And to learn from these guys and them take the time to mentor me, it's huge. And you don't get that with some kid in his bedroom. Yeah. He just yeah. doesn't, you know, and they not ca- to say there's anything wrong with no, it's good, the kid probably. in the bedroom. Yeah. But that mentorship. That what? sounded so sure puke, kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. Yeah, we, I, know what I was a kid in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, but, uh, <laughs> Get your hand off my pants! And, and, and uh, you know, Iveen, when he came out, he he took over A&M Studios out here in L.A., and the he had a bunch of kids working for him and Shelly Yakis and these guys over there before he started at Interscope. And it was the same thing there. And a lot of the great studios, Abbey Road, Capitol, you know, that's how those guys came up. It was awesome.
mentorship. Yes, sir. The same thing we provide to <laughs> Vader, Mike Botticello, and Pat. Vader, and, uh, yep. by the way, the stockings on the wall are hung with care, yes, but uh, Vader's name is uh, written <laughs> uh, on masking tape. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. You know, uh, still counts. I yep, will, still counts. I will tie <laughs> one thing with the mentorship in other than, like, you know, uh, Iveen record playing yeah. New York, New York. Uh, they had Nile Rogers on there for yeah. a brief minute. They didn't interview him, but they showed him with, you know, Sheik and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, one of my best friends uh, was his assistant engineer when he had Skyline Studios. And, and then I got to work with Nile Rogers. Actually, I did the soundtrack for Beverly Hills Cop 3. Whoa! With him and Slash. Oh, Bev Hills so, Cop that's pretty 3. Cool. Pretty cool. Not too shabby. Just a little note there. Now Rogers was on the Daft Punk album. Last yeah, year, right. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's he's such a cool guy. Yeah. Um, okay, we have to get to. Oh, before we get to this, Jim, favorite yes. album of the year. Go. We're asking everybody. Uh, whatever Black Widow Baby is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we even find out who it's from? Black Widow Baby. That's Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. Is that who it is? Okay. Yeah. Then the Iggy Azalea album. <laughs> Is Jim's favorite of the year. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And it's um, also chart burner. to be a good time. <laughs> oh, okay, so we're going to play a little game here, Jim. You're going to love this. I'm just f***ing with you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, no, that might not be bad, actually. Um, it's a big hit. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow is in Wednesday the 10th, uh, on FoxSports.com and on TSN.ca. Oh, synergy. Dave Hodge, legendary Canadian broadcaster, former host of Hockey Night in Canada, huge music fan, and myself... We'll put out our annually tolerated top albums. Have you guys exchanged emails, phone calls, oh, both? Yeah. Emails, back and forth. Here's your, here's my list. Here's your list. I don't see Dave's list. He just gives it to me. Boom, we post wow. it. Ooh. So, so you don't know if they match up at all? Uh, no, I do now because I've seen the okay. list now. And actually, a lot of our choices are very similar. Dave and I have very similar taste in music. But what I have done, Dan, and this is exciting stuff, it kind of a, a throwback to when we had Kevin Lincoln on, and he put a list together of, of bands that were real and not real. We all remember three ghosts, no, four ghosts. Um, <laughs> and so what I've done is I've put together a list that includes some of the actual albums on my top 20 albums of the year list and some fake albums. So I just got to pick out what's real, what's fake. What's real, what's fake. Easy. We're going to play it now in a little game we call Dan Guesses Jay's Albums of the Year. So here we go with the first one. Number 20, Jenny we'll Lewis. Hold on a sec. Number 20, Jenny Lewis, The Voyager. Yeah, that's real. That's correct. Thank you. Nice. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's good. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Number 19, Sidewalk. Sidewalk of the Linked. <laughs> that's fake. That's correct. Yes. Nice. <laughs> okay. Number 18, Temples. Sun structures. That's fake. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> can we get up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we can. Of course we can. Um, yeah. There you go. Sounds like a horrible band. <laughs> <laughs> and at number 17, left, right, right. I'm done with you. <laughs> That's fake. That's correct. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 16, caribou. Our love. That's real. That's correct. Oh, you're so good. Tearing it up. Thank you. At number 15, Courtney Barnet, A Sea of Split Peas. 
That's fake. That's real. <laughs> yes! Courtney Bonet. Okay. 14. Trish Brown. I spent a lot of money to get here. <laughs> That's real? That's fake. Yeah! <laughs> 13. Private Bank Heights. That's fake. That's correct. Thank you. <laughs> private Bank. I like that. Yeah. I'd listen to Private Bank. Yeah, that seemed like a good group. <laughs> I'd make a deposit. 12. Symbols eat guitars. Lose. Fake. That's real. <laughs> God, I love this game. 11. Parquet Courts. Sunbathing real. Animal. Real. I don't know. I know I've heard of them. Yeah, I mentioned them. To Six right, four Prudent wrong stone? halfway through. Oh, okay. We're almost at five. Yeah. Ten. Prudent scones and the solving garage with domination. <laughs> that's fake. Yeah, that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Too much wordplay there. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine. Erland Oi. Legao. Fake. That's real. <laughs> Erland Oi? <laughs> and what was the name of the album? Legao. Well pronounced. Number nine. Yeah. Erland Oi. Leg out. Yeah, that's real. That's good. That's Check a, it out. Adrian on our uh, on the voice here. Yeah, Ad- Adrian works for us here at Fox Sports. Number eight, Eric Glambeck Bow and Compst. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> real? That's fake. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, sounds like a real artist, yes, right? But oh. the the album title was like <laughs> <laughs> So was Ian Liao. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number seven, Ty Regal, Detonator. Yeah, that's real. That's fake. <laughs> Number six, Ty Segal, Manipulator. Isn't it the same person? Yes. Real than that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> paying attention. Come on. That yeah, was your paying attention. Should have called the album Detonator. Yeah. You should yeah, I like it. Yeah. Number five, Mac DeMarco, Salad Days. <laughs> Sounds so dumb, it's going to be real. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Ooh. At number four, Trevor Darko, Days of Wine and Roses. Darko is a DJ. He does lots of remixes. So I'm going to say real. But it's Donnie, D- Danny Darko. I Dan think. O'Toole here. <laughs> Is it? DJ. I'm afraid that's fake. Oh, fudge. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you'd have been paying attention, it was Mac DeMarco, Trevor Darko. I wasn't paying that. <laughs> Number three, Almost raining done. sound, raining sound. That's real. So, that's right. Yeah, I could. <laughs> Ten right, eight wrong. Ooh, man. Okay, so these last two are important. Yeah. To stay above 500. Okay. okay here we here we Number go. two, Cosmic Unmentionables, Breathing of the Married. Breathing of the, breathing of the Married. <laughs> if that's real, I am going to hate music. All of it. All <laughs> new music is dead to me. I'm saying real. It's fake. <laughs> oh. <Okay>, good. <laughs> good. I'm happy that it's fake. Good for music. Good for music. This is awesome, by the way. Okay, the last this one. Is I'm, awesome. I've got to get it right. Okay, this is the last one, Tulsi. This is for all the marbles. And at number one, punch of price, thoughtless got. 
<laughs> it's going to be fake because you had the ten, top 10, right? Is that your answer? I'm going to say fake. It would, that's correct. It's fake. Hey! Wow. Good job, Toolsy. Only because I was, if I was not keeping track, I would have not. Have. Talk about your just desserts. <laughs> <laughs> 11 right. Nine wrong. That's what's nice. well what's your oh, number nice. one album for real? It's Mac DeMarco. Is it? Which uh, I really recommend is to it, everybody. Uh, guitar, bass. Is it him by himself? Is it's it DJ? Basically, it's him with a band. He's uh, born and raised, or I don't know, born and raised. He was raised in Edmonton and Montreal, Very and cool. now lives in Brooklyn. So he's a super hipster. Um, just a hilarious guy. I just encourage everyone to check it out. Mellow, laid back rock and roll. That's the best way I can. Describe so it. not detonator. Uh, I do like Manipulator by Ty Siegel. That's a good one, but not as much. I'm not as much into Detonator by Detonator. Better be as Ty next Regal. CK DJ. <laughs> so anyway, check that out. Foxsports.com. Nice. Jump awesome. on to Foxsports.com on Wednesday. I would highly encourage you to do the, that. Or TSN.ca. The ingredients list. were in the same bottle. <laughs> Accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) Accidentally. (laughs) Accidentally talk about your just desserts. And it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. Dale O'Toole here. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mark this on your calendars with with a big big red red star. star. We had so much stuff we didn't get to. Uh, We had a Twitter war between Maldowney and Botticello. We had the uh, meow interview in the ECHL. We got to wrap We're it up. over. We're uh, well over. Okay. We the Twitter <laughs> war was awesome, by the way. Yeah, that, that was pretty that fun. started to become The a gloves really came nice off. Thing. Well, Maldowney was upset that Botticello didn't back him up on the podcast That's last true. week. Bad well, enough to now uh, I know. made a gif. He had a point. Jif yeah. uh, or gif? Gif. I always said jif, but I've been overruled, so I say Overruled? I say Is GIF there, didn't the guy who invented decide, you know, like decisive? I invented GIF. this. GIF. I'd like to know that guy. First thing that you need to know is that the internet is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then the masturbation arm, dump cakes. Whoa. That's so much to get to here. But we well, can get to it later. In the new year. This is our last uh, podcast of 2014. This is it. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, now, do we have a song from Jim to close oh. it out? I could wish us happy oh, holidays. Oh, Man, boy, a Christmas awesome. song. This oh, is the way to finish gonna, off the last gonna, pod of made, 2014. Made, We've had some yeah. fun, haven't we? Sure yes. has been a good oh, year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We really have. Hope everyone gets what they wished for. All right. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been Put fun. Put the shades on. We, we took a little oh. break in the middle of the year. We came back stronger. A little tricky. Oh, Patrick here. has some notes. Uh, yes, yeah, speaking of... Um, so uh, one of the listeners, Kaylin Park, she was one of the people that dropped off when we took the break. And yep. then about you know, a month ago, she tweeted us and said, I haven't listened to anything in the new year. I'm going to I need to catch up. So I like from the podcast, I said, see if you can do it by the end of the new uh, by the end of 2014. Within a month, she listened to like seven months worth of podcast. Kaylin Park yeah. caught the whole thing up. Love it. And she says it's. Horrible. Garbage. She's apparently still listening. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud. So that's the worst tweet we could ever get. I listened to it all, all seven months in a couple weeks, and then nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The one final, uh, yes, like Mike said, subscribe on iTunes, rate the podcast, uh, subscribe on YouTube. Put a rating in there. Uh, Do a little description. What do you think of it? Uh, How much do you hate 
some of us, and how much do you like others? What's and your then, favorite Dan College? Yeah, what's your favorite Dan? And uh, tell us college? if I'm improving at all. Yeah. Uh, DraftKings, make sure you visit them over the yeah. holidays. Play lots of fantasy port, sports, and people say, hey, can you play in Canada? Can you play hockey? Yes, yeah. you can do both. Absolutely. You can play you can it anywhere. Both. You could be in Mexico for your Christmas vacation. You can play it there. Some people will be. That's and right. Also, very important, follow Jane Dan Pod on Twitter. Like the Facebook page. Most people haven't done that yet. Yeah. It's good. Um, and then this is the final thing that I have. Uh, I just saw a tweet from Olive Garden to Schrager. Ooh. It says, uh, at P. Shregs, we appreciate the love. DM us your playoff travel schedule, and we'll arrange exclusive reservations for the rest of your visit. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. <laughs> he'll, walk into, he'll walk into an Olive Garden that'll be empty. They'll have it. <laughs> Velvet ropes up. Black Mark will be there (laughs) protecting him. (laughs) So shout out to Olive Garden. Uh, Jim, did you want this hat? Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if it was yours. It was just sitting know. there. I don't even know if it'll fit on my head. Oh, that looks fantastic. That's sharp. Was that? Does that work? Looks like good. It. How about the snow? Like the snow right. is a scarf. Can I you like put that. Great. Can you put <laughs> the snow? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's do it. <laughs> you got to do it up. Okay. We didn't dress let's in costume. Let Lenny Kravitz it up here. Yeah. Let's get the big scarf. <laughs> How many scarves do you think Lenny Kravitz has? Seriously, he has one house. Three hundred. One house in the hills. That's just scarves. Oh. It's all of his scarves. Imagine jumping into that house of scarves like Scrooge McDuck jumps into the the gold <laughs> coins. I just shoot my wad all over it. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> I um, recorded Lenny Kravitz before too. Yeah. Nice okay, we got to get to that. But before yeah. I got to quickly mention the story about the masturbator at CTV last week. Yeah. All false. Wasn't real. What? Uh-huh. Never happened. Not real. N- did not happen. Uh, I'm crushed. Are we doing a wink with that? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> the juicy man. So. <laughs> the juicy man himself. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, let's yeah. hear the song. Happy Jim. holidays, everyone. Jim, hit it. Yeah, Patrick. Yo ho ho, mother. Let's go. <laughs> it's Christmas time, and I got a Christmas rhyme. The stockings are all hung on the mantle with care. We stuck them all up there with the jizz from Patrick's hair. Wow. The trees <laughs> are decorated with glistening balls, much like the ones from the Juicy Man's Hall. <laughs> now there's Sexy Mike, and those pants look too tight. I think I see a Yule log, am I right? Now, Vader's been a bad little boy. He's been quite naughty. We <laughs> caught him shaving Patrick's body. Now, here comes a Christmas. Dan's marked you with a big red star. The kid from CKDJ has come so far. Dan so, Merry Christmas <laughs> to one in f- all, baby. It's me, Engineer Jim. So, let's have a ball. It's Christmas time and I feel so fine. Let's celebrate with all my bros. Ho, ho, ho. I said, ho, ho, ho. Yeah! yeah. Merry Christmas, Happy everybody! We want you to enjoy the yeah, show. Baby. Wow, those are some good rhymes. Why, thank you, sir. That was a good time. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home. Talk about your just desserts. Accidentally, and it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. Dan O'Toole here. 
Dan O'Toole here. Dan O'Toole here. CK DJ. All drums, all drums.